There's no such thing as calling on the name of Jesus without using your voice. Open up your mouth, open up your mouth, open up your mouth, open up your mouth and give him praise. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. This is the perfect environment for me to take you to Mark chapter 5 and verse number 25. And I don't want us to lose this spirit of worship. Where the word is, there is power. And I think that the Lord has ordained this worship service specifically for this message. Mark 5.25, familiar passage of scripture. If you have that, say amen. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? I'd like to preach this particular title today, Press Through to a Breakthrough. Press Through... And I'm, I'm giving that as a command, not just in a suggestion. Press through to a breakthrough. Look at your neighbor right in the eyeball and tell him, I want you to press through to your breakthrough today. Amen. Put your Bibles down. Lift up your hands. I know we don't have a drum beat now, but let's lift up our voice and ask the Lord to be with us. God, in your name, we need your Holy Spirit to meet us here in the remainder of this service. Talk to us, God. Minister to us, Lord. Break chains today, God. Break the ties that bind this morning. I can feel the struggle in the spirit realm, God. I rebuke every demonic presence in the name of the Lord Jesus. I rebuke every stronghold and every strong man in this city. And I pray that deliverance would be in the house of God today. We trust you, Lord. We thank you for your word. And I pray that we'd receive it. And everyone said in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. You can be seated for just a moment. We just read the familiar story of a woman who was desperate for a miracle. She had literally tried everything and she realized that her only hope was Jesus. And that's where some of you are this morning. I can feel it in the spirit. You desperately need Jesus to intervene in your life. You need healing or strength or salvation or deliverance. And the list could go on and on and on. Some of you need the Holy Ghost. Some of you need a refilling of the Holy Ghost. Some of you need your family to be healed. Some of you need healing in your marriage and in your relationships. But whatever it is that you have need of today, only Jesus can do it for you. Dr. Phil can't do it. Oprah can't do it. Dr. Oz can't do it. Mama can't do it. Daddy can't do it. Grandma can't do it. Grandpa can't do it. But Jesus can do it. Jesus can touch you. Jesus can heal you. 
Jesus can save you right where you are. This woman realized that Jesus was close by. And all that she needed to do was just to touch the edge of his garment. And she knew, she knew, she knew if she could just touch him that she would be healed. Now this happened thousands of years ago and yet... If you need a breakthrough today, and many of you do, and I encourage you not to leave this altar, don't leave this service, don't run off to Zaxby's without getting a breakthrough, because Zaxby's will be there tomorrow, but you need God to touch you today. You need a touch from God today. Don't leave this place until you press through to your breakthrough. Many of you are in the exact situation this woman was in. You need a touch, and he is here. Look at your neighbor and say, Jesus is in the house. And if you will touch him, he will. I said he will. I feel about 50% faith in the building right now. I'm going to say that one more time. If you will touch him, he will make you whole. See, some of you still don't believe me, but I'm going to say it until you believe. If you will touch him, he will make you whole. But you don't understand what I'm going through. I don't even have to know what you're going through. Because I know the God who flung the stars into space. I know the God who created your body. He formed you in your mother's womb. He knows right where the cancer is. And he can remove it right now. He knows right where the pain is. And he can remove it. He knows the source of your pain. He knows the source of your addiction. He knows what mama did. He knows what your daddy did. He knows what your uncle did. Nobody else knows, but God knows. And if you will touch him, he can make you every whit whole. I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this book. Somebody's about to press through to a breakthrough. Somebody's about to make up their mind. I'm not just going to sit here. Come on, do it one more time. Look him right in the eye and say, Jesus is here. He is not far removed from us. He's not standing somewhere far off looking down at us. He is in this building. His spirit is here. He is walking among us. I can feel his presence way down in my bones right now. I can feel the anointing dripping from my fingertips. God is in this place. Will you touch him? Will you touch him? Now hold on. I'm going to get out of my notes here because I just feel this strongly. Some of you have an attitude when you come to church. Can I just get up in your cornfield for a minute? I'm just going to sit here until he touches me. Honey, you ain't going to get a breakthrough that way. You're going to sit there for a long time. You better get a made-up mind like this little woman with an issue of blood that says, I know he's here. I can see him. I can hear him. I can feel him. I'm going to touch him. Some of y'all have been coming to church week after week waiting on God to touch you. Stop it! Get to where he is and touch him! 
right, I'm worked up. I'm worked up because I know the devil's mad. And I know he's fighting some of you. I can feel the enemy coming in like a flood. And we ought to raise up a standard against it right now. Somebody lift up your hands and call on the name of Jesus. Jehovah Nisi, my banner. He is raising up a standard against the enemy even as we speak in this moment. In the name of Jesus. Raise up a defense, God. Be a fence around our minds, Lord. The enemy is attacking someone's thought life right now. He's bringing doubt and confusion and fear and intimidation. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Ha ha. Ha ha. How do you know he's here, preacher? How do you know Jesus is here? Number one, God inhabits the praises of his people. And we've just spent all morning long praising the Lord. His glory has literally filled this tabernacle through our praise. Two, when two or three are gathered together in his name. What is his name? What is his name? Ha ha. Are we gathered together in his name? Yes. Yes, we have. And he has promised to be in the midst of them. In other words, when we show up in his name, he shows up. If you're here, he's here. I said if you're here... He's here. Number three, the Bible tells us that God is nigh unto them that are of a broken and contrite heart. If you're hurting today, if you're broken today, if you're weary today, if you need a miracle today, if you need a touch of the Holy Ghost today, if you need restoration today, whatever it is, if you're broken and you're humble, God will draw near to you. And not only is Jesus here today, but you can touch him. Be seated for just a moment. I'm going to let you stand up in just a minute. You can. See, some of you are struggling here. Because some of you believe he's here. Anybody believe he's here? You can feel him. You'd almost have to be a robot to not feel the presence of God right now. You can feel, you know he's here, but where you get stuck is believing that you can touch him. And you can. Now this woman was not supposed to touch anybody, let alone Jesus, because she had an issue of blood which made her, under Old Testament law, ceremonially unclean. In fact, she was supposed to be quarantined away from everybody else. She was supposed to stay away from crowds and people. And she was especially supposed to stay away from the priesthood. But she was desperate enough to break protocol and risk legal repercussions because she needed to trust Jesus and to be made whole. By the way, this is how Satan keeps a lot of people from getting close to Jesus. He tells them they aren't good enough, clean enough, or worthy enough to touch Jesus. That's why she was sneaking, because she didn't even want Jesus to know that she was trying to touch him. She thought, if I could just touch him, he won't even know it, but I'll be healed. And he won't even know. If I can just hide down here on the ground and touch the very edge of his garment, I know, I know, I know that I can be whole. But as she approached Jesus, she was surrounded and confronted by a massive, pushy crowd of people. They all wanted something from Jesus. She was just one of many who needed a breakthrough. The Bible describes the crowd as a press. 
They were all anxiously pressing in towards Jesus and pressing on Jesus. They were all trying to touch Jesus. And this presented a very real obstacle for this woman. She was weak from the loss of blood and the ongoing dangers of her condition. She was weary and frail from years of sickness. She was in no shape to be fighting her way through a throng of strangers. She had to make a decision just like you have to make a decision today. Am I going to press through the press until I touch Jesus or am I just going to give up? Let's talk about that word press for just a moment. Press is the root word of the word pressure. Satan wants to exert so much pressure on your life that you just give up. He wants to press you down while God wants to give you blessings that are pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Ah, Satan wants to oppress you, repress you, and possess you. And if he can't oppress you, repress you, or possess you, he'll try to impress you. And yes, he'll carry you up like he did Jesus and show you all the kingdoms of this world and try to convince you to bow down and worship him. In those critical moments, you have to decide that you are not going to be impressed by the things of this world. I'm, I'm going to preach to somebody for a moment here. Some of you are so busy being impressed by the things and the styles and the games of this world that you do not have time to press through to your breakthrough. You better stop being impressed by the kingdoms of You're impressed by wealth, you're impressed by fame, you're impressed by beauty, you're impressed by power, you're impressed by Hollywood, you're impressed by entertainment, you're impressed by all kinds of things, and you come into the power of God and you barely have a praise on your lips, you will never get a breakthrough if you're impressed, impressed, impressed with the world. You need to be impressed with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the one true living God. He alone sits upon the throne. He alone is worthy of all the praise. He alone is worthy of all the glory. And he will not share his glory with another. So if he can't repress you, oppress you, or depress you, or compress you, he'll impress you. That's where our generation is today. Preacher, I don't feel oppressed. Right. Because you're impressed. I don't feel like sin is destroying my life. Right. Because you're impressed by things that you should not be impressed by. Because your treasures are not laid up in heaven. Boy, we're going to lose our shout, aren't we? People impressed by the world. And then one day, Hatashalabotosa. Why they can't get a breakthrough? Because the devil has impressed you with his earthly kingdom. And heavenly kingdoms have no value. Ha. Ah, lift up your hand right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we would be impressed by the right things. Ha ah, ha. You've got to press against depression. You've got to press against the problem until it breaks. You've got to have the old timer attitude that says, I'm going to pray 
until the answer comes. I'm going to shout until the walls fall down. See, some of you are waiting for the walls to fall. Then you'll run and dance and shout and give God praise. It doesn't work that way. You better shout now. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! I've got to press against the pressure. Young person, you've got to press against peer pressure. That's pressuring you to do all kinds of things that you know are wrong. But the pressure is there. You've got to press against oppression. Press against depression. Press against the pain until you touch the hem of the master's garment because if I can but touch the hem of his garment I know that I can be made whole that's called faith and it was faith that gave her the strength to fight her way through that impassable crowd it was faith that propelled and gave her the humility to crawl when she couldn't walk. It was faith that picked her up each time she fell down. It was faith that caused her to stretch out a trembling hand and gently brush the edge of his cloak. Yes, she was desperate and desperation is important, but she was far more than just desperate. She had faith and faith is what kept her going until she finally received a miracle. I've heard a lot of preaching and I've even done it myself That when you get desperate enough, you'll get a miracle. But being desperate alone is not the answer. There are millions of desperate people all over the world right now. Desperation will not bring you the miracle. You've got to have desperation and faith at the same time. You've got to have desperate faith, if you will. A faith that says, I know I'm hurting. I know I'm broken. I know it seems like I'm at the end of my rope. I know it seems like the answer will never come. I know the doctor said there's no hope. I know my family seems impossible. I know my marriage seems broken. I know everything's falling down around me, but I can see Jesus. And if I can just get to him, If I can just get to him, if I can just get to him, if I can just press, if I can just press through, I know, I know, I know that I can be made whole. Hallelujah. There will always be an obstacle between you and your deliverance. There will always be a Red Sea. There will always be a River Jordan. There will always be a Goliath or a wilderness or a doubt or a fear, a confusion, a family member, a false friend, a false prophet. Ah, we just got real, didn't we? That person that you thought was for you? Ha ha. Just to find out they were against you. That's why it's so encouraging when I read in my Bible that God is a friend. Ha ha. To the brokenhearted. He is a friend that sticks closer 
Then a brother. Some of you don't even get along with your brother. That's why the Bible threw that in there. Don't worry about how your relationship is with your brother or your friends. They might all stab you in the back. But Jesus is the friend that will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always be for you. Working all things together for your good. He's just a prayer away. He's just a praise away. He's just a press away. He's just a touch away. He's there. and He's real. There's always going to be a bitterness, a disappointment, an impossibility that blocks you from whatever it is that you have need of from God. But if you will press, you can't touch him. Paul said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind So that means you've got to forget about your past. Forget about your failures, but you don't know what daddy did to me. You've got to stop looking back there. Forgetting those things which are behind. If you're always focused on yesterday, you will never press into tomorrow. Forget about your past and reaching forth. Look at your neighbor and say, that's the future. Reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. She pressed. I'll tell you what you can't do if you need a breakthrough today. You can't just come and go through the motions in this altar. You can't just come and give your 30 second prayer time in and say we've we've. Come and we're dismissing our... No, 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 that, that won't cut it. If you want a touch from God today, and if you want to touch him and be touched by him, you've got to have an attitude that says, if I've got to get down in this halter, God forbid, if it's all day long, if that's what it takes... Jacob said, I'm going to wrestle with God all night long if that's what I've got to do. I'm going to wrestle and press and do whatever I've got to do because I'm not just here to fulfill my quota of church time and then get on to lunch somewhere. No, I came because I need God to touch me. I'm not here playing patty cake for Jesus, but I'm hemorrhaging and I need God to touch me. She touched him and the Bible says that immediately... She was healed. If you will touch him, it doesn't take a long time for God to heal you, bless you, save you, deliver you. It just takes an instant. Sometimes when you feel like you're waiting on God, you know what's actually happening? He's waiting on you to press through the crowd, press through the peer pressure, press through the intimidation. Press through the fear, press through the bitterness, press through the faithlessness until you finally touch him. And when you do touch him, it only takes one moment for everything to change. Stand with me. I'd never noticed this before from our text. The Bible It's clear, and I'm not preaching anything unusual. We've all heard preaching about the woman with the issue of blood who pressed through the press to touch the hem of his garment. But I had never noticed 
that when she touched him, the Bible says that immediately he felt virtue go out of his body. So he knew that he had healed somebody. He knew that someone had touched him. It wasn't a physical feeling. It was a spiritual feeling. He knew spiritually that someone had touched him and been healed. He sensed it in the spirit. And when he did, he cried out and he said, who touched me? And evidently, she had come up behind him. Remember, she was sneaking. She didn't want anybody to know. She thought, I can just touch him and no one will notice. No one will pay any attention and I'll be healed and I can go back home and no one will be the wiser. I can just get my miracle and go home. But Jesus said, oh, no, 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 no. You're not going to get your miracle and then just go without talking to me. And so he stopped. And evidently she was behind him. And in Mark, he says something I had never noticed. Maybe you have. The Bible says, oh, are you ready for this? This is powerful. Are you ready? Are you sure? I don't want to give this to you if you're not ready. Ha. I was shouting when I saw this. Hallelujah. The Bible says... That he turned himself about in the press. If you look at that in the, in the original Greek, it literally means that he struggled. Because everyone was trying to touch him. Everyone was pushing him. Everyone was standing close to him. Everyone was trying to be near him. And this little woman was behind him full of faith. And she had just been healed. And he said, I've got to talk to this woman. Because she has the kind of faith that all she has to do is touch the tip of my cloak. And she's healed. And I've got to talk to this woman. But the press was all around him. And it was difficult for him to turn. Oh, hallelujah. And he pressed himself about. In my mind's eye, I envision him sticking his elbows out, stretching his arms. I've I've got to turn around. Because I've got to look at this woman. I've got to see her face. I've got to have a conversation with her. I've got to know her better. And he struggled through the crowd and looked at her and said, Daughter, great is thy faith. If you will press and if you will touch him, God, God will press through every obstacle, every demon in hell, every false doctrine, Every hater, everything that's coming against you, God will turn his face to you and he will know you better if you will touch him today. I wonder if there's anyone here who's willing to humble themselves and be desperate enough. If you have pride, And you don't want anyone to know that you desperately need a touch from God. You will not touch him and he will not touch you. You'll stay where you are because you won't press. If I press, everyone will know I need a miracle. What if she had done that? No, no, no. She didn't care. I've just got to get to him. If I have to crawl, if I have to fall, if I have to stumble, I'm going to touch him. 
But if you're here today and you need a breakthrough, I wonder if you would symbolically press your way through the crowd and just make your way to this altar and say, I don't care what anybody thinks. I need a miracle. I need a miracle in my body. I need a miracle in my family. I need a refilling of the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. I need God to bless me. I need God to touch me. I need it and I don't care. I've got to touch him. I want you to come. And I want you to reach out your hand symbolically. And I want you to say, Lord, I'm touching you. I know you can heal me. I know you can save me. I know you can deliver me. God wants to break your addiction. God wants to break your depression. God wants to break through your doubt. God wants to break through your pain. God wants to break through your bitterness. But you got to touch him. Come on, somebody, stretch out your hand and touch him right now. His presence is here. Come on, some of you need to press through distractions. Right now, the enemy's trying to place distractions in your mind. Press through. Fix your eyes upon Jesus. Fix your heart upon the Lord. Don't let anything slow you down. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let anybody, don't let the person beside you, the person behind you. It's just you and Jesus right now. Only Jesus can heal you. Only Jesus can save you. world 
so if right now, if you're not having to press through right now for a need, could you find somebody that's here that needs someone to help them press through? Find someone, lay your hand on someone's arm, someone's shoulder, and help give them the strength. Because you know the body is to help each other when we're weaker. When we have a need, the body comes together and work to help strengthen each other and to help lead someone and let them know they're not alone. You're not alone today. You're not alone. You keep pressing, but sweet saints, reach out. Find somebody. Find somebody. Lay your hand on somebody's shoulder. Help them. Help your brother and sister today. What if it was your need? What if it was your need today? Hallelujah, Jesus. As he goes by, you'll find he's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment your need to supply. Reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. Reach out and touch the Lord as He goes by. You'll find He's not too busy to hear your heart's cry. He's passing by this moment your need to supply. Reach out and touch the Lord as he goes by.